Welcome to episode 27 of the Fantasy Hockey Bros Podcast. Bit of an unusual episode today, a bit of a sadder episode, given the state of the the world right now in the sports world. But before we go any further, let me bring Mike in. Mike, how are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, man. We got to talk about this. We're a fantasy hockey podcast. We got to discuss this this big news from a hockey and a fantasy hockey perspective. So once again, we're putting this podcast out, but we're not diminishing the massive issue that is the, the coronavirus. So let's just start off with that. Yeah, if you were to make a list of all the things that the coronavirus is negatively affecting, I think fantasy hockey is somewhere down around 10,000. So. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, exactly. Fantasy hockey podcast, and we'll discuss things from a fantasy hockey perspective, and there is a lot to get into in, in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, right off the bat, NHL put their season on pause, and what this means for your pools is your pools are on obviously on pause as well, and we don't know what's going to happen. So right now, I think we can only conduct business assuming that everything is going to just pick up where it left off. Maybe that's not the most realistic thing to to assume, but... But it is optimistic. All, right, it, and it definitely is optimistic, but that's kind of what we're, what we're dealing with right now, and that's what the NHL has said. So, I mean, we can kind of move forward assuming that, and then we can make our own assumptions. You know, maybe the playoffs start right away. Like... I mean, it's tough to say what do you think is going to happen because what do what do you know? What do I know? Right? What do, what does right. anybody know that's not a medical professional or or even them? They don't know. So no, no, nobody, no one knows a thing right now. So we're definitely going to do a lot of speculating, and it is what it is. We'll we'll take a look at some different potential outcomes here, and you know, what if we are back playing in a few weeks and. What if the season's canceled altogether? And who knows about all the other sports too, right? Because the NBA is now suspended for at least a month as well. And you have the MLB delaying the start of their season. So could get a shortened baseball season this year too. Who knows how short. Uh, PGA Tour canceling and delaying most events. The Masters is now postponed. So that whole golf schedule is going to be brutal getting that all coordinated once things are back to normal ncaa march madness totally canceled like how much does that suck for all the college seniors out there not getting you know this this final season that that's absolutely brutal and then even all the other sports and tournaments like the mls and double ihf tournaments this this is unprecedented i can't believe what's happening like this is something that the history books will remember too right and not just the people alive this this is wild. Yeah. Part of me is, is um, uh, by, by no way is this like exciting and fun times, but part of me is like, it, it's, it's incredible that we're alive at a time like this because it's unprecedented. And man, like, the, yeah, you said the effect on the sports world is crazy. But again, it's, it's nothing to, on a mass scale, what people are dealing with. And then, and all these leagues have shut down or canceled or paused because we are all worried about the safety of one another. So yeah, the whole world that's the most yeah, important not thing just again. the sports world. Like it's like the whole world is is on pause right now, right? Like the 
the headache it's going to cause so many people is insane. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. You're probably listening to us, and you're, maybe your own headache is, what do I do with my hockey pool? <laughs> Which, again, you're lucky if that's the, 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 uh, the extent of your concerns, but yeah. what do you do, <laughs> I, I need to know if I'm going to be getting that 25 bucks from Uncle Frank in my semifinals here. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. So let's start there. Like your your league, you're probably in your quarters, I guess, right now. I mean, it depends in, in on a head to head league. Here, yeah. But, but but you're you're right in the thick of it here. Like this is the most important time of the season, and and we're on a pause here. So what do you? Obviously, you wait to see what happens. I mean, for for starters. But if we pick up right where we left off, you just resume the fantasy hockey playoffs, do you not? Yeah. Well. Let me read a the statement that Yahoo Sports made. Because I know a lot of us have pools going on Yahoo. And they said, Yahoo will be extending the current week until the NHL resumes their season. Yahoo will be following the lead of the NHL to determine how the season will continue. We will not make any final decisions for pro, public, or private leagues until the NHL makes a decision on their season. So, I mean, just reading that, that's it's obvious that they're going to be very fluid and keep track of what's happening here. So your current matchup, which was only three days in and going into its fourth day on that Thursday, yeah. obviously you're halfway through and there's a lot to be determined. There was a lot to be determined still. The league is planning on continuing that matchup, but I mean that could change very quickly given how long this might go. Like what if, Mike... People are throwing out scenarios all the time. What if they do come back and continue the regular season in, let's say, like six weeks, but they can't finish the regular season properly and they shorten it to 76 or 78 games? Like, what's going to happen with these matchups then? Yeah, well, then that gets interesting. So if you're if they're saying they can only play... I mean, what do we have left of the regular season? Four weeks, right? Well, three and a half. Roughly four weeks, yeah. Most teams have anywhere from... Yeah, 12 to 14, I believe it is. Something like that. Yeah, 11 to 14. So, yeah, I mean, if if they're condensing the schedule and it's still three weeks long, I think you could still do it. You could still keep that. You could still keep your league alive. Um, If you're any less than three weeks, that's when you run into trouble because you still need some runway here to probably do your semis and your finals. Right, so in that situation, I think you just shut down your league and you give. If there's a money involved, which I mean, if you're listening to this and you're in a free league, you should probably put some money in there. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, if there's money involved, you just pay out everybody evenly, everyone who made the playoffs, and you move on that way. Because I mean, if you can't do it, you can't do it, right? Yeah, that's that would be the fairest way to go. Um, assuming they they do have a longer than three week season after this pause resumes, I think you can go on with it. I mean, I, there, I know there's a lot of people thinking, well, and, and Joe was one of them, and not ragging on Joe at all, a completely valid argument. But he was saying, you know, injured players are coming back, your moves are all screwed up, your schedule's all messed up. We should just pay out everyone evenly, and and while that's valid, again, I I think. Everyone's in the same boat here. Right. So to cancel your playoff and that scenario, I think is wrong. I think you can just go on with it because everyone, like, you know, there's a 
few guys that might get injured players back, and it just it is what it is, right? Again, unprecedented circumstances. Right. It's, it's we're all like dealing the, with this for the first time. Exactly. It's like the actual NHL, right? There's going to be teams in your league that this positively affects, right? Getting injured players back, and maybe they were just on track to lose their matchup with man games and stuff, and now everything's going to change because the schedule is going to be entirely different. And there's team that it, teams that it's going to negatively affect, just like the NHL. There's teams that are going to be helped by this big time. Like Colorado comes to mind, Mike. Got a ton of injuries yeah. there. And um, yeah, should we? Sh- should I just run them down? Like, there's a list of injured guys right now that'll probably be back when this thing resumes. Yeah. Well, l- maybe we should look at the guys who will for sure be back. Like, m- like McKinnon was. We know was going to return in one to two weeks. But the Avs went from, you know, expecting him to miss maybe five, six games to missing only one game. Yeah, McKinnon, well, like you, you touched on it, all the abs, right? McKinnon went to two weeks. If this thing resumes, he'll be back. Um, Rantanen was day-to-day. Burakovsky was day-to-day. Grubauer, Kadri, these guys were day-to-day. And they're all going to be back in that abs lineup. Yeah, that's nuts. Tampa also comes to mind. Hedman was day-to-day. Steven Stamkos was, uh, had that core muscle surgery six- to eight-week timeline. He was expected to miss the rest of the regular season and maybe even the first round. So if they do get him back middle of April, that could mean getting him back for some regular season games, and he'll for sure be back for the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy to have to. This one, well, people, everyone wrote off Jake Gensel, you know, obviously. but Yeah, his season he, was done. He, he got injured December 30th, four to six month timeline. You know, four months takes him to the end of April. I don't know how he's progressing. I haven't had an update. Not like we're going to get one, but there's a chance that he could play hockey again this year. Yeah, there is. There is. So we'll get to some more injured players in a second, but the NHL, they actually asked teams for their arena availability through to the end of July. And what I think is significant about that is the Olympics are scheduled to start on July 24th, if everything does go as planned. And I can't see a scenario where the NHL wants to be playing playoff hockey while the Olympics is going on. So can you see that, Mike, as maybe like as, as a cutoff date? Well, what would be the, the issue with them playing while the Olympics are on? There's not a, a huge issue with it, but do you want your Stanley Cup final cutting into the Olympics? If anything, it's going to be a big F you to the Olympics. <laughs> and I think that's a good thing. Why? Well, because the whole argument is that, I, I didn't think we were going to go here, but the IOC doesn't want to continue to pay for you know the NHL. I don't, there's a whole big thing, and I, I don't really want to get into it. But basically, the NHL just wants to show their value of being in the Olympics. So this is the way oh, they're yeah, going to show okay. it. That's because, a good way to look at it, yeah. Yeah, when they say, listen to me, we're smoking you guys in ratings right now during our playoff and your Olympics is on. So that's an interesting, I didn't even think about that one. That's interesting. But do you want to try and go head to head with the Olympics? Because maybe they won't, maybe they won't smoke them. I don't know, bring it on. I think in Canada, I don't think that's going to be really a competition. No, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be, it it's, but who? I mean, that's Canada. Playoffs are are in con, in competition with anything. Well, I know, I I get it, but but elsewhere, who knows? 
But but the the point yeah, is. Yeah. Well, let's what? say we play hockey through the end of July. Would that now have an effect on next year? Because we're only looking at August camp opening in September, and we're right back to hockey in October. I think it would affect it. They might have just a bit of a later start, but the longer this goes, the more likely that it's going to cut into next year in some way. Like the only Camps way are that too long anyway. The only way that next year isn't affected at all is if we're playing hockey in two weeks from now. Then they might just do a little bit of condensing of the playoff schedule and stuff, and we're we're back on track. But if this goes a month, maybe two months, I think more than likely we're going to see a bit of a shortened season next year. Maybe. Maybe. But you know what? I mean, there's places that they can they can condense and they can push the season next year a little bit if they have to. I, I think ideally they have an 82-game season. Like, the, the training camps are already long enough as they are. I don't know. I mean, what do, we don't know anything right now, but yeah, I think everything's up and plan. We've heard from the from the NHL that they're looking into every single option out there. So who knows what we're going to get? We can get best of five series in the NHL plus Stanley Cup playoffs. I even heard Elliot Freeman mention uh, one GM saying, if this goes into the summer and then we and then we uh, we finally get hockey back in like July or something that. Just because the NHL, like Bettman, has, has even expressed that they really want to award the cup this year. They don't want a situation where everything's totally canceled. So this GM said, I could see a like a March, Madden, a March Madness style tournament, which, like, how wild would that be? That would be wild. I mean, if there's any time to kind of please the masses with like a wacky playoff format and, and play in and stuff, now's the time to do it. It's it's crazy. Like it, I was even looking this morning. Maybe there's a, a situation where only six teams from each conference make the playoffs, and you give the the, the top two teams in each division a bye, and you you head right into right into there like that. So in the East, you'd have Caps and Boston get your get your bye. You have Tampa, Toronto, Philly, Pitt. And the the wild card teams just miss the playoffs. I mean, it makes sense in the East because the six teams there that I mentioned are well above the wild card as we speak, right? Closest would be the Leafs and Florida. Technically, they have a game in hand, but they couldn't catch them anyway. So it makes sense in the East. In the West, if you were looking at doing that, the only issue is Vancouver, Calgary, and if and, and if we're really under a time constraint here, you put Vancouver, Calgary in a one-game playoff to get into that, and you go from there. Like you yeah, can but, wrap everything up in the in a month. Yeah, but then this this season just gets such an asterisk. Like I know it's probably going to anyway, but I mean you want to have whatever they do to decide a winner just resemble the playoffs, the real playoffs, as much as you possibly can. Like, another thing being thrown around is have the six teams, the top six in each conference, uh, basically go right into the playoffs. And then you do, like, a 7 versus 10, 8 versus 9 play-in to see who gets those last two spots. So So you're sort of... You know, making things fair for the teams that are right in the thick of the race, like your your Winnipeg's and your Islanders. 
Yeah, maybe we do that. Again, we don't know how much time we're going to have. We don't know... We don't know anything, man. <laughs> it's frustrating. It's it, just speculation. Again, least yeah. of, again, like, we're talking about this from, from this fantasy hockey standpoint, and, man, there was such a good race on between Pasternak, Ovi, and, and Matthews. Like, again, is are these guys going to be 50 goal scorers this year? We don't know. Yeah, and what if everything just does get canceled and we don't see a winner? Like, Matthews actually can't say he's a 50 goal scorer in the NHL. Neither can Pasternak. Ah, yeah, it's uh, it would be it would be such a shame if if it did end up getting canceled. But man, I'm, uh, are people starving for hockey right now? We're gonna get it back. I know I am. We're gonna get it back. So, Eth, in your pools, then are you? I don't know how. I don't know. Actually, I haven't tried to do this on Yahoo. But if you try to make a move, can you pick a guy up? Yeah, you can right now, but I was going to ask you, do you think the fairest thing for commissioners out there to do is to just lock every team right now until, you know, everything's on pause, so maybe that's the fairest thing to do. Don't let anybody make moves until the NHL says, all right, we're 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 good to go, and they start these mini camps that they're proposing. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you 100%. We didn't even discuss this, but that's probably the right thing to do because, like, if you're in a um, uh, like a one year league, not a keeper league, Gensel is probably on your waiver wire. Yeah, and who knows what's gonna happen, right? So if you have moves to use, you might as well just pick up some injured guys. Like if Stamkos is there for some reason, or um, you know what? Let's get into that right now, and then we can continue this conversation. So, given this hiatus the NHL's on, if we come back. And resume things, let's say, in a month's time. There are a bunch of guys that could be returning from injury. So let's just go, let's just run down the list and then we can discuss some of the math. Okay. We got, from Anaheim, Gibson and Fowler are both day-to-day. They should be back. Connor Garland on Arizona, week-to-week, should be back. Tori Krug, Boston, day-to-day, should be back. Vatnin on Carolina, he had a setback. He should be back, assuming we come back soon. Um, this is an interesting one. Dougie Hamilton, he fractured his fibula on January 16th. They didn't even give a timeline, but I did some research into the the injury, and it's typically a six- to eight-week injury. Actually, Zibanejad inju- uh, fractured his fibula, fibula sorry, a few years ago, I believe, but... Yeah, it's typically a six- to eight-week injury, so that kind of brings Dougie Hamilton in the mix again, where nobody was expecting that. So and It's it probably it's probably worse than that, though, because if it was six to eight weeks from mid-January, we would have been starting to hear his name, like uh, Hamilton resumed skating, and we probably would have heard that by now, no? It's mid-March. I, I, thought, I, I thought so, but like... I mean, how you break, you fracture your fibula. I'm not a doctor. Let's let's go there. And and I'm there's a lot of things in this episode that are, have a medical spin to it. But I'm not a doctor. But if that if you fracture your fibula, I mean, how different are fractures? I don't freaking know. But anyway, he could be in the mix. He could um, be. The Colorado guys we talked about, Bjorkstrand, eight to ten weeks from February twentieth. So. That timetable, we could see him around April 20th. Also from Columbus, Cam Atkinson was day-to-day. He should be back. Seth Jones? Seth Jones. 
Yeah, Seth Jones, eight to ten weeks from Feb eight, which we could be seeing yeah, him. We we will probably see him, and you know, Torts is loving this. <laughs> oh my gosh, and Bedder, like we talked on Colorado, Th- those teams, that's huge for them, especially Columbus. You're right, because they're right in the race. Right, yeah, right? right there in the race, trying to get in, and they might be told, you guys are gonna get Bjorkstrand and Seth Jones back, like two guys that that Tortorella loves. That that could be mad. Like obviously, there's a ton of teams that are getting guys healthy, but it's gonna matter more for some teams more than others. Like I said, and um, you got Bobrovsky who was day to day. He'll be back. Uh, Kreider was four weeks from February 28th with the foot injury. We could be seeing Kreider again, and that would be a huge boost to the Rangers if if this playoff push continues. Right. JVR for Philly, early to mid April he was projected. Well, he should be back. Jake Gensel, we touched on. He could be back. For the Sharks, Logan Couture it was day-to-day. He should be fine. But Eric Carlson is an interesting one. Broken thumb. He was ruled out for the season on February 15th. But it's typically a four- to six-week injury. So this is one I don't anticipate Carlson coming back just because of the Sharks' positioning. Yeah, that one had shut him down for season because we're not going anywhere anyway, written all over it. So who knows with him, if we come back and there is still like 12 games to play and he's fully healthy, maybe he does decide to play and help your fantasy team too. Yeah, I doubt he's back, but we'll see. Tarasenko was practicing. He'll be back. That's an interesting one. That's a big one for St. Louis. Huge. Um, Stamkos we touched on. Hedman was day-to-day. Again, he should be back. Muzzin and Mikheyev for the Leafs. Vancouver getting Markstrom back. That's huge. That's massive, and Demko's been just okay. And then Patches and Stone for Vegas. They were both week-to-week expected to be back before the end of the regular season. That's another big one. They, they, they could be back here as well. So right there, I mean, there's so many options, a lot of fantasy-relevant good players. If they're kicking around your, your waiver wire right now and you have moves, snap them up. Right. Like, why not, right? No, Nobody knows what's going to happen, but set yourself up assuming that we resume sometime in April. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. You're right. You do have nothing to lose. But if you're running a league, I think what the most fair thing to do would be, like you said, is just free, freeze all the teams. Yeah. Well, in a keeper league anyway, those guys are probably not available. True. Right? There's a ton, ton of keepers there. And the NHL has said that whenever we resume, if we resume, there will be some sort of mini camp, probably for like four or five days or so, that these guys will be able to get into shape. So that even then, even when things do get back to normal, there's going to be a few extra days for all these guys to get healthy. Okay, so obviously, yeah, we're, we're in a wait-and-see approach. When we get some big news, we'll, we'll hop back on here, and then we can really analyze things from a fantasy hockey perspective, just knowing what's going to happen. So I think for now, yeah, let's just all do our part, guys. The sooner we can get this thing under control, the the sooner we can get our sports back. So make some smart decisions, and yeah, hopefully we, we're, we're back to normalcy pretty soon. Yeah, you said it, guys. Take care of one another. Really do your part. Don't let this thing spread. Stay home if you have to, if you're feeling any any sort of symptoms. Like, we got to be smart here. We'll care for the elderly, too, because they're really at risk. We just got to beat this thing together. Yeah, a big team effort. And 
I think we fire up the Mad Rocket playoffs again. You know, any any hockey, anything to take your mind off what's going on, I think is nice. And um, yeah, I don't think yeah, it's we'd... insensitive. It, it it'll be it's a fun little thing to do. So let, let's get that back up and running. Yeah, we didn't think it would have been right on Thursday a couple of days ago to throw the Man Rocket Madness tweet up while uh, everything's getting canceled. But I think in a couple of days, yeah, it would would be fine. Give everybody a little bit of hockey content just to get their mind off of being so friggin' bored. Yep, well said, Anth. I think I can speak for both of us when I say we're excited to do our next podcast because it's probably going to mark a time where sports is coming back and, and things are back to normal. So until then, guys, take care. Thank you.